Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. What's up, everybody? Dr. Andrew Fix, back to talk to you guys on another episode of The Code. Uh, And just like most of the episodes on here, we're going to talk to you about something today that I'm pretty passionate about. Um, This came up, this topic came up through conversations uh, with a couple people in the community who are in the, in the gym and whatnot that we're working with, who have an issue going on, um, you know, with their body, something's hurting. And their immediate first thought is, you know, I need, I need to go get an x-ray on this, or I need to go get an MRI on this. Um, and, and I should probably do that before I potentially come see you, right, for physical therapy. And that's what we're going to talk about in the show, like imaging, versus physical therapy, like what's appropriate? When's it appropriate? Do we need to have imaging in order to treat clients? Um, And and how does that fit in? How does imaging fit in, in the grand scope of of healthcare? Well, first and foremost, imaging is a tool. And when I I say imaging, I mean things like x-rays, MRIs, certain ultrasounds, CAT scans or CT scans, um, like things that can be used as tools to help us rule in or rule out different things that may be plaguing a client, right? Different conditions or diagnoses. But at the end of the day, in healthcare, we treat human beings. We don't, we shouldn't be treating images. We shouldn't be treating diagnoses that are listed on a, on a computer or on a piece of paper on somebody's chart. We should be treating the individual that's in front of us, no matter what, you know, type of uh, care you're involved in, no matter what part of the field you're involved in, or even if you're in any other like fitness or health, health industry, you know, you're, you're treating the human that's in front of you. And are there times when the image is going to be helpful in order to help you dictate and decide what to do? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to be, they're going to be times. But with this example that, that happened, why I wanted to jump on here and talk about this was, you know, this person pulls me aside says, Andrew, I'm having shoulder pain. And, um, you know, I, th- I think I need to go get an MRI and then maybe I'll, I'll set something up with you. And I basically just had a conversation with them of, you know, educating them that we can treat them regardless of what that image comes back showing. Right. And we can probably help them because at the end of the day, when that comes back, when that, if they go get that MRI done. And when that image comes back and I'm able to see the results and see the pictures and interpret that and whatnot, um, it's very unlikely that the results of that are going to have any impact on what we actually do in the clinic. Because what we're going to do from a treatment standpoint is we're going to assess that individual. We're going to listen to their story of what's going on. We're going to assess them objectively in the office. And then we're going to treat them based on their presentation. In presentations or how someone actually, you know, looks and feels and whatnot when they're here in the clinic, those do not always, and quite frankly, not that often match exactly with what the image shows. It's awesome when, when, you know, someone brings in an MRI and I like to assess that person first before I even look at it. But of course, someone, a client comes in and they say, Hey, I have 
you know, I had an MRI uh, a week ago. Do you, do you want to see it? Yeah, sure. Sure. I want to see it. But what I like to do is I like to assess the person first so that I don't let the findings in that MRI cloud my judgment on what I think I'm seeing just because I'm, you know, expecting something of their symptoms based on the MRI. So I like to assess the person first and then, yeah, I want to go over that with them because I want them to know that I've seen it, that I understand what it says. I oftentimes find myself helping to interpret the results of the MRI to the client because unfortunately that's not happening in a lot of these other offices that, um, that people go to. That's not happening. The time is not provided to them often by the provider to really make sure that they understand what was shown in that image and what does that mean. What's going on, code listeners? Dr. Andrew Fix here. And I want to tell you about our friends at Element. Element makes a tasty electrolyte drink with everything that you need and nothing that you don't. That means the science-backed electrolyte ratio of sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. And that's why I use it. I've been taking Element for two years now, and I absolutely love the stuff, and I wouldn't want to exercise without it. For all of you code listeners and friends of Physio Room, Element's offered a special to you guys, and I want you to take advantage of it. Go ahead and visit drinkelement.com slash physioroom. That's drinklmnt.com slash physioroom to receive that special offer. You're going to get a free variety pack with any purchase that you place, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Thanks so much. Right. Too often the conversation is too short. Someone goes in with shoulder pain, they get an MRI. Maybe it shows a tear of something, a labrum, a rotator cuff, muscle tendon. Um, but people don't, don't get explained to them what that means. And they don't get, you know, explained to them like what they should do about it. Um, a lot of times, a lot of times people come in the office, they've had an MRI and they, they've never even seen what it showed. They're like, Oh, well, I guess my doctor will call me if it's something important that I need to know. Um, but back to this individual with the shoulder pain is it was, uh, it was pretty challenging for me to try and impart any education to them about like why I didn't need the MRI in order to properly address what's going on in their body. Um, because what they've had pounded into their head by the you know medical system is that, well, you have shoulder pain, you need to go get an MRI or an x-ray or something to help you determine what's going, what's going wrong to show you what's actually happening. When in all reality, it might help with that. It might not, but providers like myself and the rest of our team here at physio room, we're trained to clinically assess what's going on and then pick out what we call yellow and red flags. Like if we hear or see something that is not making sense and we think it's appropriate that you go get an MRI, we will tell, we will send you for one and, or we'll send you for an x-ray or we'll refer you back to your primary care provider or your orthopedic or whoever that might be. If we think something's just not adding up, right. Uh, this seems a little fishy. You know, I'm, I'm expecting that, you know, this isn't just your typical musculoskeletal issue. And, you know, maybe we do want to go get some imaging on this. Sometimes that happens on day one with people more often that happens, you know, after we've gotten to see them a couple times and they're maybe they're not presenting or not progressing exactly how we would expect them to. We're like, Hmm, something here is just not quite adding up. Um, why don't we go, why don't we go, uh, get a little further look at this, but we don't need it off the bat because what the literature would suggest to us and dictate is that 
too often imaging gets done and it negatively impacts healthcare decisions. And quite frankly, it's, it's a bad use of healthcare dollars if the image isn't necessary. And there are times when it's necessary. Like I just said, if something's not adding up and it doesn't seem like, hmm, this is your typical thing. Yeah, there are times when we want to have someone go get an MRI or CT scan to rule out really big issues, right? Internal bleeding, head injuries, tumors, or like any, you know, something that's high on the list of um, importance and like a big red flag. But we don't need those for every little thing, right? You tweak your knee, you don't have to go get an MRI to show you what's wrong. And what I usually tell clients and what I told this person, I asked them, okay, your shoulder's bothering you. It hurts when you do this and this. Well, you know, I think we, I think we can help you with that. What you're dealing with and explaining to me is something we help with, uh, help clients with all the time. But okay, what if you go get that MRI? And what if it shows a number of things? Like, what are you planning to do about that? And they're like, oh, I, I guess I don't know. I, I guess I haven't been asked that question before. So then I asked them a little bit more bluntly, like, you know, are you planning to go have shoulder surgery? If this MRI comes back showing that you have a tear in something, are you planning to go have surgery to get that taken care of? And then they said to me, well, well, no, I don't, I don't want to have surgery. I have this and this and these other things going on in my life. Like, it would be really an inconvenience if I had to have surgery on my shoulder because I have all these things going on in my life. And then I said, well, then do you think you need to go get the MRI? Because it's very unlikely that that MRI is going to show something else, right? Like, you know, that's catastrophic because this person had a little um, very musculoskeletal mechanical explanation for what's going on with their shoulder. And you know, I said, the most likely scenario is, yeah, maybe it'll show one of these things, a tear, a partial tear, a strain of some sort. Um, but if you're not planning to have surgery, well, then we're going to manage that conservatively anyways. You know, you're going to get likely referred to physical therapy somewhere um, from whoever you get this MRI from. So why don't we just start there? Why don't we, why don't we just start with that and see if we can't start to get you an improvement in your symptoms and more importantly, an improvement in your function. And maybe we can help you address what was the root cause of why this happened in the first place. Like maybe there are some mechanical inefficiencies in your movement patterns that could be explaining why you're having this pain and why certain tissues are being put under, you know, undue stress. But that whole idea or concept of that conversation with that person, it was just so foreign to them. Uh, and that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up on here, because I think that conversation is foreign to a lot of people, because that's not what the typical pattern um, you know, of the healthcare system is that we've been taught to us and told is what we should do since we've, since we've grown up. You know, we're taught you go to your primary care doctor for almost everything, and you just take the prescription that they give you. And then you know, if you have back pain, you, you go see them and then maybe they refer you to a specialist, an orthopedic or a neurologist or somebody else. And then you go see them and many weeks pass. Cause it's usually hard to get into these places on short notice. And then you don't get seen by the orthopedic until you have an x-ray because God forbid they talk to you before, you know, an image is taken um, so that they can help determine if that image is even necessary in the first place. Um, 
And then you see the person and, you know, you get given a, a course of action, but like so much time has passed. We could have been doing things to address that in the meantime. So slowly we're seeing this trend start to change, but, um, but not enough, not enough. You guys, that's why I thought it was important that we come talk about this. So, you know, if what I would encourage you to do as a, like a takeaway item or an action item for this episode, if you listened to it, if you've stayed this far, like just be curious and ask some questions, right? Like if, you know, if somebody gives you a recommendation, you know, just ask some questions like, okay, is this necessary? Is this something that I need? Is this going to change the course of treatment? Is this going to change what actually gets done? Or is this just checking a box for the health insurance? Or is this just checking a box because this is the typical process that is normally done? Or is this actually necessary and actually warranted in my unique situation? Because at the end of the day, you're a human being. You're not a diagnosis and you're not what an image shows. And that's how we should be treating you in the healthcare industry. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of The Code on imaging and healthcare and making sure we treat humans and not diagnoses. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.